Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of August 27th, 2023. I'd like to bring your attention to an astrology and action story that demonstrates how when we have multiple transits on the same day, stories appear that tie them both together. So last Monday, Lucy Letby, who was a killer nurse who was jailed for the rest of her life by a United Kingdom court. Now, I've never heard of this person before. I read about her crimes. She was convicted. She was a 33-year-old woman, but she did these crimes in her 20s, where she was a nurse at a hospital in the, you know, the neonatal unit, and she killed five baby boys and two baby girls over 13 months. And the way she killed them was she injected them with insulin or air or force fed them milk. And the transits that this brought together was Mars in Virgo, Mars, a murderer, someone who is violent in Virgo, a sign around health. Virgo rules people who like do the work. So Mars in Virgo, a murdering nurse, literally opposite Neptune in Pisces. So she gave drugs to these children, Neptune in Pisces, and caused them to die. And actually a bunch of other kids were very injured by her. The other transit that on the same day, which happened last Tuesday, was Venus was squaring Jupiter. So Venus retrograde, this woman who was, you know, this awful, awful woman who caused a lot of harm. Venus also rules insulin, square Jupiter in Taurus, Jupiter legal affairs. And, you know, with Taurus cows, we also can think about the milk, Jupiter and Taurus, like forcing down too much milk. It's just horrible. It's unfathomable what in the world would be going on in someone's health to do such a horrific and horrendous thing. Yeah, but that's how we can see those two transits tied in together. And if we look at her chart, she we don't know the time she was born, but we do know her son was at 13 degrees of Capricorn, besieged between separating from Neptune and applying to Saturn. So besieged between two malefics. And shadow side Capricorn energy, every sign has positives and negatives. Negatives of Capricorn can be being unfeeling. Saturn rules Capricorn. Saturn like this hard rock that can be very stern and pessimistic and cruel like Saturnian. Saturn is a malefic that takes away from life. Yeah. And on the other side, Neptune being delusional or someone who's a liar or a scam artist, things like that you can think about with shadow energy Neptune. And her son was exactly opposite Chiron in 
cancer. So cancer rules home, families, parents, Chiron wounding these families and parents by, you know, killing their children. I don't know if she got a sadistic joy out of it or what have you. It makes absolutely no sense. Her moon in Aries, shadow Aries energy is also violent and her moon reported into her Mars in Sagittarius, which can be just a lawless on the shadow side, you know, lawless energy. So yeah, she's just this horrible, horrible, horrible person who killed these children. She also has Uranus and Mercury retrograde in the sign of Capricorn. So she had this a big Capricorn energy, but her South Node in Leo. South Node Leo energy can be someone who's very egocentric, very narcissistic. And on the day she was sentenced, Venus retrograde was on her South Node and Jupiter squaring both of her nodes. So Jupiter squaring her nodes really feels like Judgment Day, and Venus on her south node as well. Venus and Leo, these actions she took for, I don't know if she was just trying to play God with her son between Saturn and, and Neptune. It's just such a disturbing story. I cannot imagine what these families went to. But thank goodness she's going to jail for the rest of her life. We also know that Mars in Virgo opposite Neptune in Pisces, there was Hurricane Hillary, which wreaked havoc in Baja, Mexico, Baja, California, Mexico, and the southern part of, of California, and I think Arizona as well, this horrible storm. It could have been much worse than it was, but it caused massive flooding, Neptune in Pisces, and mudslides, Mars in Virgo. Virgo is an earth sign. Pisces is a water sign. And yeah, it was this horrible storm. It was like the storm of a century. We haven't had a storm like that in California for 84 years, Southern California. And 80, when we hear 84 years, that's a Uranus cycle. So Uranus was in Taurus 84 years ago, around the same time. And there was, you know, an event where there was massive amounts of rain and flooding in the Southern California area. The theme of this week is disturbing the peace. And there are three big things I'd like you to think about as you navigate the week. The first is that Mars will enter the sign of Libra on Sunday. That's today. Mars rules conflict, aggression, assertion, action, competition, sex. These are some Mars topics. And Libra rules art. Peace, diplomacy, partnerships. It's an air sign and air wants to connect. It's one of the humane signs. Now, Mars is in its fall in the sign of Libra. Mars does not like to be in Libra. Mars wants to have conflict. Libra wants to partner and find win-win solutions. It's a mismatch. So people who are have strong Mars and Libra could be amazing diplomats or lawyers. They fight for the other. They want fairness and balance. Now, shadow Mars and Libra could be passive aggressive or try to fight by like pitting people against each other, like telling two people a story, a gossip that like gets them mad at each other could be something of someone Mars and Libra could do or try to enlist other people to 
fight their battles. Now it's going to be interesting to see what happens on this day. This Sunday is a little bit rough, or maybe it was Saturday night, because as Mars enters Leo, Libra, excuse me, the sun in Virgo is opposite Saturn and Pisces. So sun in Virgo, a spotlight on Virgo topics. Virgo's an earth sign. It's mutable energy. It can be topics around health. Saturn and Pisces. Saturn rules old people, death, depression, and Pisces, a water sign. It can be like an absence of hope can be Saturn and Pisces. I wonder if there'll be a death of a leader. Now, Jimmy Carter has been sick. He went into hospice earlier this year. You know, I have Wondered if it was his time was up a couple of times based on transits. Like when Saturn first went into Pisces, I thought that might signal his leaving because he's such a Piscean figure. Pisces rules compassion. And Saturn is also a leader. So I wonder if around this time he will die. He may have already died. His son has said he's near the end as I'm taping this, and I'm wondering because his Mercury is at 21 degrees of Virgo. So he's a Libra sun, his Mercury at 21 degrees of Virgo. That's the degree Mercury station to go retrograde. And like when the Queen of England died, she died right before Mercury retrograded in Libra last year. And we all at that retrograde looked back across her life. So I wonder if Jimmy Carter's death will be part of this Mercury retrograde. I taped this early, so he may have already died, but there's something very like heavy about when Mars enters Libra. There can be a spotlight on responsibility, Saturn responsibility, hardship, poverty. There's this grand trine in Earth on this day with the moon is in Capricorn, also in detriment, not liking to be where it is. Trying Mercury retrograde in Virgo and trying Jupiter in Taurus on this unfortunate fixed star Menkar. I don't know. There's something very heavy about this Mars entering Libra. Now, Mercury retrograde is going to be contra parallel Mars all week. So there's going to be a lot of like fighting words or conflict or things like that. Yeah, we'll see what happens. One thing that's happening on this day is that the national, it's National Cinema Day. And so movie tickets are going to be $4 at like 3,000 theaters throughout the United States. So Mars and Libra action about trying to get people to go to art movies, you know, and Sun and Virgo, they're cheap. Virgo like is a sign associated with poverty. And so is Pisces. Yeah, so they're trying to get people's butts in seats. Yeah, so we'll see if it's successful. But sun opposite Saturn's heavy duty energy. So if you're worried about anyone who is depressed or has talked about not not wanting to be here or anything like that, this is a good time to check on them to make sure they're doing okay. Because this week could be really difficult for people with depression. The next thing I want to make you aware of is that Uranus, the planet of sudden events, innovation, scientific advancements, rebellions, coups, genius, upheaval, sudden breaks. It's the higher octave of Mercury and it's stationing to go retrograde. So it could be a little wild with communication issues or like power outages somewhere or the, you know, your electronics can go a little haywire 
And five days before and after a planet station is when the energy is most intense. And Uranus is at 23 degrees of Taurus, just three degrees. So in orb of Algol, the fixed star I talk a lot about, the beheading star associated with the Medusa myth. But anyway, this Uranus retrograde could be a little chaotic. So Uranus is in the sign of Taurus and Earth sign. So we can think about and you can notice stories about upheaval in terms of resources, food, money, things like that. There could be like a big jewelry heist or a bank robbery. Uranus rules earthquakes. There could be some kind of natural disaster. And Uranus is reporting into Venus, which is slowing down as well, getting close to her station to go direct. So the boss is retrograde too. So there could be something kind of chaotic around this. Hopefully it's not related to the theater discounts and like a lot of people in theaters. I hope there's nothing like that. Yeah, we'll see what happens. The last thing I want to make you aware of is there is a full moon in Pisces at seven degrees of Pisces. So the sun in Virgo, the moon in Pisces, it's the second full moon of the month. That's called a blue moon when there are two full moons in a month. You know, Pisces is mutable water. There's always something where there's a sense of endings. I'm wondering if Jimmy Carter's funeral may be around this day. The first title that came to me about this episode was Mourning in America, like mourning death, mourning someone who's lost and gone, like a big world leader or something like that. We'll see what happens. He's lived a very good life. You know, Saturn and Pisces, he's done all this work with Habitat for Humanity. He and his wife, Rosalind, are both at the end of their lives, very amazing people who gave back so much to others. The moon is conjunct Saturn at this full moon, which is another reason I feel like the energy of lots of people, the moon rules of people is heavy. There's something depressive about it or like responsibility or work. Or maybe this is just about more news about this new COVID variant called Eris. The full moons illuminate things how many people are getting sick. They tell us, put your mask back on. Or this, this is already coming up as I'm taping this. We'll see. There's also a story that's going to be something about a love affair gone wrong or something like that. Mercury is contra-parallel, which is like an opposition, and Mars is parallel, which is like a conjunction. The asteroid Amor, which is about love, and Venus retrograde is opposite Eros. So maybe just another big split. We'll probably hear a lot of celebrities maybe who have strong Virgo energy in their chart, getting, you know, breaking up, getting divorced, that sort of thing could be coming up around this full moon. Yeah, and Pluto and Capricorn is at the top of a yod. This is the you've been pointed at with Vesta in Gemini. Vesta rules sisters. It rules the home and the hearth. And Gemini makes me think twins on one side and Black Moon Lilith in Leo on the other at the base. And Vesta and Lilith are sextiling them. Hopefully this is not just about more fires. There could be some woman who does something like as awful as that Lucy lady in the collective or something. I feel like it's some kind of a love triangle or something. Pluto is often, you'll see three people involved that may be coming up in the news. We'll see.
On Sunday, the word of the day is separation. We start the week with the moon and Capricorn. The moon doesn't like to be in Capricorn. It's opposite its home sign of cancer. And it's ruled by Saturn. This is like rocky, you know, rocky, hard structure, you know, stone energy. Yeah, so it's a little uncomfortable. And there's going to be a waxing gibbous moon at 19 degrees of Capricorn at 2.18 p.m. Pacific time. And waxing gibbous moons, the moon is pregnant with possibility. Now used well, this can be about like you having an eye on your legacy, what you need to finish before the full moon, about the goals that you set for yourself. Think about that. The sun is opposite Saturn, so there may be a spotlight on. You may just, people may just feeling like there's a lot of weight or burdens or heaviness on them in terms of the responsibilities that they have. This is the first time the sun in Virgo will be opposite Saturn and Pisces, and there's going to be some story, and it's parallel Chiron. So Chiron's a wounded healer. There's something, a sense of, of either healing or hurting or something like that. There may be a story in your life. Think about if there's a story that continues from May 28th when the sun in Gemini squared Saturn in Pisces. Is there a story that is going on? Yeah, for me back then, that's when I blocked grocery store man. People who follow me on Instagram know about the guy I was dating last year. And my current boo asked me to go on vacation around that time. Yeah, so there's definitely going to be a story for me because I have Sun conjunct Saturn in my chart. And this gibbous moon is on my descendant. Yeah, hopefully it's a a nice story. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and Mars, I have Libra on my IC. So we'll see what happens. Oh, I'll be coming back from vacation. So my boo and I will have missed each other. So hopefully it's just all about that. We'll see. On Monday, the word of the day is eccentricity. So the moon enters the air sign of Aquarius at 7.31 a.m. Pacific time. Aquarius energy offers us the opportunity to take a step back and view things from a higher view with less emotion. Watch out for getting too detached. And Uranus stations retrograde 12 hours after the moon goes into Aquarius. So yeah, Notice what stories you hear about Uranian themes. Maybe there'll be some great scientific advancement around food or resources announced. Yeah, hopefully not an earthquake. We'll see. On Tuesday, the word of the day is quiet. There are barely any aspects happening. Um, It's just the moon doing its usual thing, talking to a bunch of stuff. Moon opposite Venus on this day and... Yeah, we'll see. It just feels very quiet on this day, although there may be stuff going on because its last aspect before it changes signs is a square. It looks like a square to Uranus. So yeah, so it'll square Uranus retrograde. So there may be big news. Just don't break down breakthrough on this day. On Wednesday, the word of the day is mourning. And this may be like, I was thinking, you know, the funeral of Jimmy Carter or something like that. The moon enters Pisces at 6.56 a.m. Pacific time. 
hopefully you just feel like quiet and dreamy and compassionate and all of that kind of stuff. Mercury is retrograde in Virgo is King Kunk's Chiron and Aries, both at 19 degrees. And this can be people feeling somewhat melancholy, or hopefully it's not someone who's, you know, trying to hurt a bunch of people. Chiron and Aries, like wounding people with sharp objects or things like that, or saying Mercury and Virgo saying harsh, critical words in order to hurt someone's feelings. How can you instead be kind and and swallow any like criticism. The full moon in Pisces at seven Pisces will be at 635 p.m. Pacific time. And this full moon goes back to the seeding of this cycle was when the moon and the sun met at 12 degrees of Pisces on March 2nd of 2022. So go back and look and see if and what was seeded then. Nine months later, you know, we talk, I talk about these moon phase families. The sun is, is in Sagittarius, the moon in Pisces on November 30th, 2022. So think about what was going on last Thanksgiving, if you're an American, and it was eight degrees of Pisces. So think about, was there a story around that time? And if so, that continued from the new moon. Now we're having the full moon. So all revealed. So this is a great thing to look at what's going on in your life. For me, I have my Venus at seven degrees of Gemini. So this full moon is squaring my Venus. And ah, uh, yeah, and squaring both my me and my boo. Like I'm sure we'll have something nice to celebrate or something. I don't know. There's something that feels very heavy about this week. But Pisces energy is beautiful. Listen to music, dance. It's like really lovely energy for connection and feeling at one with someone else. But because the full moon's conjunct Saturn, people may be a little kind of down. On Thursday, the word of the day is melody. So water signs are mute. So this is a great day to just listen to nice, calming Music, maybe classical or light jazz or something like that. Something that that really helps you feel in flow. And I always recommend slowing down with a Pisces moon as well as, you know, with Mercury retrograde. We want to be working on things we already started. It gives us the opportunity to edit and revise things rather than start anything new. So hopefully you have a lovely day. There's not going much going on. There's just a bunch of aspects with the moon on this day. The sun is parallel the node. So pay attention to who you meet. And it's also, you know, you think about with the full moon that happened yesterday, you want to release and let go of things. So what do you want to release and let go of? What do you want to end as good things to think about? On Friday, the word of the day is protection. The moon enters Aries at 624 a.m. Pacific time. Hopefully the mood lifts around this time. Yeah, Aries is a fire sign. Now, Mars and Libra is King Kong, Saturn, and Pisces. So both of them are at three degrees. Mars and Saturn, the malefics, whenever they're talking, things can go wrong. Mars and Libra, this could be like domestic violence, Yeah, I mean, that happens all the time. It's very sad, but just keep yourself safe. Think about, you know, self-protection on this day as well as this weekend and even leading up to this. Yeah, think about that. 
But I love an Aries moon for fun. Move your body to discharge excess energy. On Saturday, the word of the day is endings. Really a great time to think about what you want to do differently in terms of Venus topics, in terms of love, beauty, money. Venus is getting ready to go direct on Sunday. So Venus is slowing down. So days before, five days before and five days after, So this week is like, it's really interesting. There's some days with barely nothing going on, but there's something heavy about the energy. And I'm not sure if it's just me, like my father's older and yeah, his chart, there's stuff, yeah, something could happen with him looking at the transits, but I feel like there's a heavy energy. So just do what you can to check on people who have any issues around depression or things like that get enough exercise, eat healthy, Virgo season, do what you can to take care of your health, both physical and mental, and think about what you want to do differently now that Venus is going to go direct. Next week's podcast will be a lot more upbeat, I feel like, but this is a bit of a heavy week. So that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at Celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories about what occurred for you or let me know how the daily themes are playing out for you. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website astrologybyceleste.com where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week.